1: What is up, y'all out there in the internet? Welcome to another episode of the Get Geek Podcast. Let us introduce ourselves and get to it. My name is Jose. This is Wolfie.
0: AJ. And I am the one Walt.
2: (laughs) The only Walt that we have, which is why he's the
1: one Walt. He is the
2: one. There's
0: uh, there's another reason (laughs) for that also. We are beginning to believe. You guys know. The change, change the letters of the one and you'll understand
1: yeah well that's what that's exactly what this this thing we're going to talk Eon. about did as well no no keep going keep going o- owen keep going owen <laughs> owen owen that, that's like owen without a w <laughs> owen. Uh, noe as as the guy said that's my middle name he is noe. The one is he talking about me <laughs> jose noe yeah, Jose a yeah. no way. That's definitely what it is, right? That has to be what you're talking about. Anyway. Yes, indeed. All right. So as always, we're recording remotely. Y'all know what comes with that. Let us know. Slide into our DMs if you have any opinions about it. And if you have any ideas for episodes, any feedback or anything else that you want to let us know about, slide into our DMs on all of our social medias. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, basically all the social media platforms at Get Geek Podcast. And the best way to support your favorite podcast crew is to like, rate, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts and rate us there as well. That is the best way that you can help us increase our exposure and uh, expose the world to more geek, as we're going to do right now as we geek out about this really, 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 really really awesome thing that we all saw recently. He Uh, is the one. He is the one. So let's
2: let's talk about it. So obviously... You know, as uh, it has been alluded to, we're talking about the Matrix 4 trailer um, and very mm-hmm. few, uh, I think very few properties can evoke the kind of uh, hysteria that a trailer does. I think like anything, you know, major Marvel and stuff, um, people are kind of glued to their to their screens and talking about the trailer mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I think that with the Matrix, it's a little bit different because as fans of the matrix, old fans of the matrix, you are looking for clues that are left behind in the actual trailers. There's so much like allegory within the movies and stuff themselves that it kind of begs you to dissect the trailers and and try to get some sort of hint of what exactly is going on. So, um before we get into the trailer, mm-hmm. I do want to get I feel like we've spoken about this before at in some episode but I do want to get like everyone's thoughts and opinions on the original trilogy.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Like, did you like, like just, just your general thoughts on it. And, and, and what are you expecting
1: for the fourth iteration of the film? Uh, We can start with you, Jose. I would like to speak on this one first um, only because as I have noted on this podcast before, I believe, and if I haven't, Uh, all the fans out there should know that when the original Matrix came out in 1999 in movie theaters, I saw it in movie theaters 12 times. No movie has beaten that record for me since 12 times. I saw it in movie theaters. Every time somebody like would talk about like whether they had seen the Matrix or not, or I want to go see the Matrix or like, have you seen the Matrix? I'd be like, have you? And then if they hadn't, I would just take them to go see the movie. So the first film is probably one of my favorite films of that whole dang decade. Like, it's really, really, really hard not to love that one. Um, yeah, what's up, Wall? You had something you wanted just, to uh, say? Just,
0: yeah, just because uh, you mentioned it, and and it's perfect, right? You taking everybody to go see the movie... Mm-hmm. Is perfect with the theme of the movie yeah. because it says literally no one can be told what the matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. So, yeah, exactly. exactly. Very, so very right about that. You, you did it perfectly.
1: <laughs> and you know, just like as a sort of small aside, talking about like the trailer and like this being an exciting trailer, the the original trailers and the original like marketing for the matrix are some of the best for a film that i've seen like in my entire life because everybody was like what the heck is this movie i gotta see what this movie is and then you see keanu reeves like dodging bullets and stuff like that and you're like okay this one has to be a movie in the theater that i have to see but so anyways the original the original film so Many, 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 many times in the theater, absolutely loved the original film, loved the action, thought it was groundbreaking. It definitely influenced a lot of films after that, as far as the entire trilogy goes. Um, You know, like many other people, I guess this is a cliched opinion to a certain extent, but I'm not a huge fan of the other two films. I thought the other two films did action scenes right. They're great action scenes in the other two films. They're great action movies. But in comparison to the really, really tight storytelling, the really, really tight allegory and everything that was very, very well organized in the first film, it started to branch out and get a little too wild, too crazy and too philosophical. And I know that sounds kind of weird from somebody who loves the first Matrix film. But the first film, again, the philosophy had a very, very succinct point to make. And it just branched out and it got way too crazy in the other films. And the last point I'll make is that yesterday, literally somebody and I were having this conversation about the trilogy as a whole and I actually see the animatrix as more of a spiritual successor and part of a better part of a trilogy than the films themselves I think that that little that little um short where they show the prequel where they show how the machines took over that's my that's Matrix 2 to me and the rest is like the Matrix Matrix 3 somehow I I mean I didn't love the trilogy that's that's my personal opinion as somebody who loved the first film absolutely loved it it was a little bit of a letdown
2: Interesting. Walt, AJ?
3: I'll keep it very short. The first one was amazing. The second one, eh, it was meh. And the third one was Dragon Ball. <laughs> was, you what? Dragon Ball the, uh, Oh my god that was not Dragon Oh my <laughs> god that's that's a travesty. What? What I mean that's not a bad kid- thing. Like are you really going to tell me the final fight between Agent Smith and what's oh. his name, Neo, yeah, was not was, Dragon Ball. Oh, that. sure. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Nice. Like in
2: compa- I thought you were reviewing and making a comparison to the movie Dragon Ball, which... No, no, actually- no, no,
3: no, no, oh, no. That's what I thought.
1: I was like... <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. That's bad. That's rough. It was Dragon Ball. It was Dragon Ball better than the movie Dragon Ball, actually, by far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all I was thinking what in that I- fight scene. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: The second, The second one was just kind of okay so this is the middle Uh, there's nothing really I mean it was cool seeing I guess the first encounter with like the thousand agent smiths but other than that it was just it was okay and then you had those spirit guys I forget what they're called the the highway chase was awesome that highway chase scene in the second one was
1: iconic that's why I say they're both great action movies I think
3: that that was a great scene the the highway chase yeah and then the third one, like I said, Dragon Ball, not the movie. <laughs> In spirit, the actual anime. <laughs> Word. I feel you. Um, I don't know. I actually kind of like the the siege of, what, what, what's the name of that city? Machine Zion. City. Zion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zion. Okay. I actually kind of liked that sequence. Uh, Yeah, yeah. the action was good was all awesome.
1: around. Like I said, I definitely agree with that.
3: Yeah, and well, that's what I think. What about you, Walt?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kinda I'm gonna kinda agree with everybody so far. The first one is probably a sci fi classic. Um I remember going to I didn't see it as many times as Jose did. I probably saw it like maybe four or five times. Nobody has myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I've gone down the rabbit hole as many times as <laughs> as Jose does. But speaking of the rabbit hole, I you know the, the Matrix, the original film is not only iconic just on, you know, the story that it told and stuff, but it really, really, to me, you know, influenced a lot of other not only films, but, um, you know, different mediums as well, because bullet time, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think bullet time was the first time we ever saw it was in the Matrix. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's become kind of a staple for like. Films and video games itself, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. I'm looking specifically at Max Payne, which came out two years after The Matrix did, yeah. and mm-hmm. Max Payne used bullet time as a video game mechanic. It was it know? was its main mechanic. main mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's exactly. Made Max Payne cool. Mm-hmm. And so you know, Matrix was influential. Not only that, you know, in good ways, but you can kind of say in bad ways also because you know a lot of the conspiracy theories that are kind of boiling around (laughs) these these days have to deal with are we living in the matrix and stuff like that i know you know so you know crazy yeah it is but like i said the matrix was such a hugely influential film in, in that respect and you know Um, I remember coming out of the movie theater the first time, and I was just completely blown away from it. And there are very, very few films that I sit and continue to think about the themes and what it was trying to message for weeks at a time. That doesn't happen, you know? And that's what The Matrix did for me. You know, I I love Star Wars. I love Marvel. Mm -hmm. But I don't have those type of feelings after the movie. And quite frankly sometimes you kind of forget those movies the matrix i kept on thinking about it for weeks mm-hmm. you know because it was that deep um the second one was obviously not as great as, as the first and the third one again less than right um but the wachowskis do one thing and one thing really really good and that's action mm-hmm. and that's the one thing that kind of was the through line for all three movies Um, The action was incredible. I think they lost the message, especially by the third movie. Mm -hmm. The third movie was easily the weakest in terms of storyline. And the third movie, just to segue into what we're going to be talking about, um, the way it ended and the way some of the characters' storylines finished, it gives me a lot, a lot of questions about The Matrix 4. I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of questions because mm-hmm. it 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 almost doesn't <laughs> seem like it's a direct sequel to those films because I got I got questions. Do they have answers? <laughs> that's <laughs> well, we'll that's see. the question I have. We'll you know? see. That's what I hope. Well, we'll
2: see. Yeah. So, so it, it's really interesting, and I feel like you know, uh, this is like a little bit of David Javu. We've definitely had this conversation before. Oh,
0: deja vu. Uh,
2: uh that's that my that 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 cat t- passed by me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um but I I I do not I am on the other side of the spectrum from you guys because I actually love all three films. I do particularly enjoy the first one more so I think than 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 the other two in a way. Um but I think that there is an element to that where you know, there's a reason why the first one is always, you know, why, why sequels don't always uh, aren't always received as well as the first iteration of a movie, right? There's a sequel because the first one did so well and it was so loved, um, but the it's not new anymore. So, like, I think that there's an element to to the first film that because it was so new and I didn't understand anything and everything that there were no expectations, so it's easy to get blown away. But I look at the three films as one whole cohesive film, just different acts in the film. And mm-hmm. in, 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 in the film itself, only because of like the timeline of the three films, right? Like the timelines of the three films are so close together.
1: Even in release that... kind of, right? Remember the second well, one, in, and the in, in one, the third one. Remember a few the second apart. and the
2: third were they, they were filmed together. And they were released six months apart, I believe. Yeah, I remember that. one was in the summer, and the second one was at the end of the year. Yep. Um, so that makes it feel like one more, one whole film, even more so. Um, but what I, what I, the way that I see the three movies is you have, um, you know, the first movie showing us what the Matrix is, the second movie, the war within the Matrix itself, and then the third movie, the war within Zion itself. So it's, it's that's what makes it feel like one whole film that it doesn't take place in any in all three films don't necessarily take place in the same kind of purview um i don't agree that like the message was lost i think that like maybe the message was misunderstood because i feel like the message is the same from the beginning to
0: end personally yeah I, Okay, so maybe the word, maybe the phrase, the message was lost is a little bit, but the story yeah. for me definitely suffered. I, I think there was there was a lot of things that made me say, you know what I'm saying? And, and so that's why, like I said, maybe the message lost is the wrong phrase to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but l- listen, it, it's not that I'm hating on the, those last right. two films, you know? It's just in terms of how great the first yeah. one was. And I and I guess you know what? If you think about it on those terms, the other two were destined to fail no matter what, because the first movie was so, so good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um let me just ask a question before before um we move on to Jose. Um I remember watching the second movie and I went to go see that two or three times and and a movie that I right. I didn't enjoy, right? so quote unquote right you know i right <laughs> i think i saw it twice but um so. mm-hmm. did did you guys have the same um audience reaction to the end of that movie because i know in all three showings Everybody was like, what the? Yeah. And I'm not going to say absolutely. I I was the same way. I was the same way. I mean, because it was a very, very abrupt ending. A lot of people
1: didn't pay attention to the fact that there was a third one coming out in just six months. I think that was the problem. A lot of people were like, wait a minute. Why did this end like so unfinished the way that it did? Well, I mean, well, here's the thing that's kind of funny about it, right? Is that
2: like, it's, it's, it's all a kind of a play on our expectations, right? We all think that this is, and this, this is like a whole separate conversation, but like, I think that this, the reason that, uh, maybe there wasn't that much, there was so much hate for the, uh, the second and third film is because we have expectations of what we wanted our heroes and characters to have. And then we find out like the entire glass is shattered, that the prophecy isn't real and that you know, like that the world isn't going to be saved. And then we get a cliffhanger. So that's why everybody was like WTF, you know, I mean, uh, but I didn't all of this ending, leads yeah. us to all, all of this does lead us to what we're talking about right now, which is the Matrix four trailer, um, just to remind everybody the end of the Mate And again, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, I don't know what you're doing with your what? lives. So that you're listening to a podcast, but have not seen the Matrix. But the third film ended with Neo sacrificing himself to save uh, Zion and create a I guess a treaty of sorts with the machines, mm-hmm. uh, where they uh, will no longer use humans as uh, batteries, yeah. and everybody will be set free. He agreed to give and them that they a- won't be rehashing the Matrix. Yeah, he agreed to give them antivirus protection for a while, so that everybody could basically. In peace. But I guess he must have given him the McAfee antivirus <laughs> yeah. for the free trial. <laughs> well, a. Um, Smith because was a tough virus to deal with. Very clearly, you know, in the Matrix Four we're in the matrix all over again. So who broke the treaty? You know, that's kind of, that's the biggest question is like technically at the end of the third film, there should not be any more matrix period. Am I wrong?
0: Uh, Yeah. I guess it depends on, was it, was it a choice? Was it that they were going to be given a choice? I thought, I, I had thought that, yes, yeah, some was humans were, were going be to be allowed.
1: Like, humans were going to be given the information that they were in the Matrix, if I remember correctly. Right. And they would be allowed thought- to choose if they wanted to stay in the Matrix or go to the real world. So there, what, there would yeah. be a Matrix left hmm. behind. Okay. I guess that was in order to let the machines, like, kind of be like, oh, well, you know, some humans will stay behind and give us some freaking battery power and... You know, the rest can go and live in peace or do whatever it is that they do. That's what I kind of remember. And right, Agent Smith got killed. Uh, ne- or Trinity was dead also, and she's back. And this one, she got impaled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, Morpheus was a, very much alive. <laughs> so that gives well, us Well, we're going to get into all that because
2: <laughs> there, is a, there is more, right? Like, just like you mentioned, the, the Animatrix, the Animatrix is canon, mm-hmm. but there's two other properties that are canon that actually have a lot to do with what we already see in the trailer, potentially, potentially, okay, and that's the enter, enter yeah. the Matrix path of Neo. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. video game. I believe that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I believe. And the uh, the the MMORPG, but the trailer. What did you guys think of the trailer? What were your first impressions? I want to hear from AJ first. First impressions of the trailer when you saw it.
3: Neo is alive. How? <laughs>
0: Well, actually the trailer well, tells you how. Yeah, there is really? there is an explanation. And the yeah. movies also. The movies did, it's a, did give that.
3: Oh well he he, he reincarnates or something, right? I, I think I vaguely remember that. Well, well awesome.
2: There, we get to pinpoint the first thing from the trailer. There is There's a, a moment. moment in the trailer where we see Neo being
1: being kept alive by the machines. There's another moment that actually uh, yeah. might give us a hand. I, I want to let AJ see. I, I thought that but... was
3: a clone though, but okay. Well,
1: if you guys uh, look carefully, there's a moment in the trailer where Morpheus is literally being built. Like the guy who plays Morpheus is being really? formed. Yeah. Like he's being like, it's, it's almost like dust, like forming into his human form. So Neo really? may very well be just something similar, something created by whoever created. If Morpheus is being created, that could well, be. Well, no, a, I don't think so Act, because we have like you know? the
2: actual bot. We have the actual body being laid there with like all these hoses and everything. And the machines, right? Like, it looks like they're carefully like kind of tending to him. It could be a misdirect, you know? um, but that is something that to note yeah, actually in the trailer yeah.
1: with Morpheus as well. Okay.
3: What else, buddy? Um, there was some pretty other. There was some awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's some uh, some other awesome action sequences. Uh, oh, God, the missile. <laughs> oh, when he like... That was pretty cool. Uses the force, basically, to like move it. <laughs> yes. Um. Aside from that, uh, I'm not going to lie, my memory is a little hazy of the trailer.
2: <laughs> well, did it excite you to watch? Oh, the- yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Yes, I mean, it did.
3: Well- it did. Again, well, it's just, I think, like Walt said, I have a question or two.
1: I got a lot of questions. Well, what's the biggest
2: question lives. that you have in your mind?
3: Well, originally it was how Neo was alive. But now that he also brought it up to how is Trinity alive?
2: That's the biggest question I have. But, Walt, what about you? First impressions on the trailer? How did it make you feel?
0: I I was super excited in hearing that Matrix 4 was coming. Uh, I was super excited to see where they were going to take this. Uh, When I saw the trailer, I was kind of disappointed. Mm -hmm. Um, My thing with the trailer is that it it felt like we were rehashing the original Matrix. Um, There there were some scenes in there that... Yeah, if you're you're a fan and and probably jose could probably really really speak on this because he's seen it 12 times more than that but uh just in the
1: theater 12 times. well
0: yeah that's true right just but in the theater. there were there were some there were some scenes there that i could have sworn they just ripped it from the first matrix and no for when, sure that definitely I was. See, mm-hmm. whenever i see stuff like that it gives me pause because you know it we've seen things like this before where we've rehashed original you know original properties and and stated that this is a sequel and a lot of the times those things don't work out well sometimes it works um, out okay
1: the
2: force awakens force awakens was i sometimes it, it does uh, okay
0: you know but see but here's right, the thing that's okay, like okay is not great right yeah. yeah right when you're talking about the matrix okay is not Okay, (laughs) well,
2: here's like, I do want to like, I do want to chime in a little bit on that point. So here's where I think that it's not the worst thing in the world. I think that this is like very clearly a business decision. It's like, all right, how do we invoke nostalgia? How do we get people, you know, back to, 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 to watch the matrix? Obviously, everyone's going to watch the matrix. But how do we invoke the nostalgia without making it about the nostalgia? I think that if they show it in the trailer, Obviously, they're not going to tell you like no trailer. I don't think, but no trailer tells the entire story of any any movie. Uh, except for <laughs>
0: except for Superman versus Batman. Yeah, when Doomsday well, yeah, that's true. But, day but day. <laughs> you know, that's like, like, that's <laughs> that, that we, we, pretty much we don't want to. Th-
3: that
2: gave oh, you the entire know, movie is, we, right there. This is this is Warner Brothers too. <laughs> Man. Oh man. Oh
0: man. I'm not, well, I'm not as right, worried. What I let said, me, but I'm not let me, worried. let me just, let me just finish up by saying, you know, um, there, there, there was a lot of questions that I had. And I think some of you guys have already, already put it out there. My, my biggest thing is what's up with, with Trinity. My, my other biggest thing is what is up with Morpheus? Because um, you know, if aside from the fact that Jose said that he's being built, um, would it really have killed them to bring back Fishburn? Because you brought back uh, Keanu Reeves, you brought back Carrie Ann Moss. It's a little weird to see a young Morpheus when the other characters are older. Uh, that to me doesn't make a lot of sense right now. And again, we're just basing this on a trailer, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep an open mind. But that is supremely weird to me. Um, And, you know, it's just like I said, it was slightly disappointing because I kind of expected a little bit more and we got that. So, you know, that's my initial thought. Again, you know, it's so super early. But but it comes out in what, December, I think? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, we were all talking about how like, oh, it's probably going to get delayed. I'm, I'm glad That's that it has cool. not gotten delayed, you That's know? Cool. Oh,
0: um, w- one last thing, one last thing that I have to say, and this has nothing to do with the trailer. It mm-hmm. has to do with Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Damn it. If I didn't think at first that this was a John Wick trailer, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> looked, gonna I was say. really happy That's for true. John Wick, say. man. Uh, it looked like
1: he was like living the life, you know, like at least he wasn't
0: an assassin anymore. he just had a normal life. And, and, and I, and I kind of get, I kind of get why, because yeah. you know what? They were they were it seems like they were simultaneously, um, you know, either, you know, filming or whatever, because remember, John Wick 4 and the Matrix 4 originally were supposed to come out same day. That was like a, a mess up way back then before before <laughs> pandemic. So I, say, I understand why the look, but it was just a little weird yeah. seeing him because John Wick has become so iconic in recent years,
1: yeah. right? Not even Superman like, has the powers of, of Keanu Reeves because they put Henry Cavill in a movie and he had a mustache and they just cgi that here. Jim, exactly. You know, Keanu Reeves was probably like, look, I got to keep this hair for John Wick 4, so deal with it. And Lana Wachowski was just like, okay. Whatever you say, Mr. Reeves, exactly. whatever you say, Mr. Reeves, um, I guess I'll, I'll jump in and chime in on my, my thoughts on the trailer. Um, There's two reasons why I'm not super worried about the fact that this is rehashing the first one. Possibly. I think that there there's going to be, I mean, I think there really has to be, obviously, some diversions from the original story in order to make this somewhat interesting, or like Walt said, everybody's just going to be like, you know, not going to be interested in seeing the same darn thing over and over again. It's going to be maybe okay at best, but not great. So the first one, apparently, according to Lana Wachowski, uh, was an allegory for trans people. So I think that when that was released in 99, there's not as much that you could say in a film in terms of messaging uh, like you can today. And I think that if if I'm being frank, I'm not faulting Lana for doing this, but I think that this is going to be a way to re, retell the message that she wanted to, to tell in the original matrix trilogy. Um, and so that's why it's similar. And the other reason is you know, we've, we heard it in the original trilogy. This happens over and over again in the lore of the matrix, in the canon of the matrix, these things happen over and over again. And they hinted in the first trilogy that Morpheus was more than he seemed, but they never expanded on that. At least not in the movies. I, don't, I didn't, play the game that that wolfie was referencing where uh the mmo Mm -hmm. which i know has a a heavy role for morpheus and a lot of crazy stuff happens in that but for me that being said i am cautiously excited very cautiously excited because i do definitely have a little bit of wariness of what you're all saying is that if if this is way too much like the first one well then i'll just watch the first one i'm not really super excited to watch the same dang movie over again. But I have faith, I have faith that they're going to take it in an interesting direction that isn't exactly the same as the last one. And I think I think one of the things that's weirdest for me to see, and I mentioned this to you guys is when you see scenes from the original Matrix trilogy like playing on a TV or something in the in the scenes in this trailer like they're watching like they're watching the original trilogy in this movie it's so weird and meta that i'm really really curious to see what exactly is going on in those situations so yeah cautiously excited is what i would say for this so aside from like
2: all of that um i think i mean me personally with the trailer i i uh i was very taken aback by the trailer it did not like i told you i said i sent this in the group chat i thought that like it just didn't feel like the matrix mm-hmm. i don't necessarily think that that's a good or a bad thing mm-hmm. it just didn't feel like the matrix between like the sound um all the visuals all the colors you know uh, i think that the original matrix was you know drab and it was like kind it's of like this cool cyberpunk kind of world yeah. yeah this is like way too bright way too many colors where's the green hue? Um,
1: we didn't see the green hue like but it
2: was also it was also it was also um yeah a little bit striking to see so many scenes from the original kind of being rehashed and replayed but now that i'm thinking about it you know at the end of the third film we basically see like a a, like like someone hit the windows restart button and everything just kind of like Resets, right? We see like the Matrix Code take over the entire world yeah. and we see the city being reborn with all these colors. Maybe this film takes place immediately after that, where we see if you guys remember the final scene in, in, in uh in uh Revolutions, um, right? That's the third one. Revolutions, the second one was yeah. reloaded, third reloaded. one of revolutions. Mm-hmm. Um was a sky
1: that was like a sunlit rainbow sky which matrix, is kind of though, what we see it? in this trailer right 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 huh? right Right? right. yeah that was in the matrix yeah, but that, that makes that matrix. makes perfect sense because that's what you're referring right
2: to. so like mm-hmm. they, so this one being that is so colorful colorful like with its palette and stuff i mean it kind of tells me the trailer tells me that this is a full refresh so are we seeing now the younger version of morpheus is that why we have him is that the reason that like Lawrence Fishburne wasn't that would, asked to come back—that
1: would confuse me though. Because we got makes an sense older, is. we got an older Neo, we got an older Trinity, we got a, a younger Morpheus, most likely, right. possibly, and and this is a guess, but if you guys remember, uh, what was the name of that little girl? I don't remember her name, but you remember there was a little girl who was kind of very important in the original Matrix trilogy. Um. Was it Addy? yes i believe that was mm-hmm. her name yes thank you so yeah, no. there's a girl in this trailer that i think is her there's a girl with like glasses on she looks like of the same ethnicity and she it's kind like of Priyanka? looks like the oh, a yeah, yeah she kind of looks oh, like yeah, um yeah. Yeah. the oracle she has like a look like the oracle so i can see that little right, girl little bit, growing little up bit. into that role so that's why i'm like where is this in the timeline it could be I think it could be a little that's bit after true. That's and maybe true. it's like, that's true. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some there's, time after. Yeah. Like I wouldn't say it's too long after I would agree with you, but I think that maybe a little bit of time has passed enough time for that little girl to grow up at least, but maybe, she's also maybe. a computer program. I mean, so all, it's really hard crazy. to figure it out. Yeah.
2: yeah but here, if, if you remember, here's the <laughs> thing about Sati. Sati is the first computer program with no purpose. That's what makes oh, her special. Yeah, she that's has right. no purpose. So she has unlimited power. So, so I can as see her coming back. Actually, the new Oracle, she could be the new Oracle. And then now mm-hmm. since she has unlimited power with no chains about her as a program, maybe she's the thing behind everything that we're seeing. I don't know. There's a lot to be like, obviously, a ton of questions from the trailer itself. Um, I think that like the biggest question that I have is why there's another Matrix. If the architect mm-hmm. had promised the Oracle that. Um, anybody that wants to be freed will be freed. I see a quote from, from Keanu Reeves, uh, that after he saw the film, his 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 like first thoughts to Lana Wachowski, where was that like It's amazing to see that twenty years ago, uh, they created a film that's supposed to, uh, depict and be a warning for the for the next twenty years of society. And now they made a film that's representing what the next 20 years seem to look like. Mm -hmm. Now, all these people are unplugged. They are or have the freedom to be unplugged. Are they choosing not to be unplugged? Isn't that kind of where our society is right now?
1: There's a moment in the trailer. We're all glued to our
2: phones. Yeah, there's a moment in the trailer, you guys remember? Yeah.
1: They're all in the elevator. They're in the the elevator and everybody's
2: just on their phone. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like telling, right? It's like, all right, maybe the reason that we have a fourth Matrix is because the plan didn't go according to itself, right? The plan is, all right, we ended the war. We're going to go out there and we're going to preach and we're going to to unplug everyone. Now people just don't want to be unplugged.
0: But remember, the architect did mention in... And the Matrix, I think, uh, Revolutions, when they were they were taught when he was talking to Neo, they made perfect iterations of the Matrix and it never worked because that's true. Expect yeah. imperfection. You know, they can't, right, right. they can't buy into the fact that there's a utopia because we're just cynical that way. You know, yeah. it mean, could also be representative of kind
1: of our post truth divided world. In, in, in this movie, it would make a lot of sense for some of the humans to be like, no, we want to go back to the Matrix because we, we don't want to be a part of this real world that's totally destroyed and all that. That could be very representative of the divisions we see politically over different issues like COVID and stuff like that. That could be Lana's way of representing how she sees that affecting our next 20 years in the same way that they did in the mm. first films um that might be a part of the allegory too i would really imagine that that's going to be a heavy part of it from what we've seen in the trailer so
0: far yeah so let let me let me ask you guys this question um there there are three three individuals three cast members and former cast members that i want to highlight really really quickly first of all Mm -hmm. um of course i mentioned him before lawrence fishburne who was not asked to come back um at mm-hmm. all, so there was never any negotiation. There was never any thought, at mm-hmm. least that we know of, that he was coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, one of Andre's char- favorite characters, Hugo Weaving's Agent Smith, he was asked to come back. <clears throat> he said no, Excuse right? Me. I think, but he said no because he had uh, scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. So, oh, but man. there was there ah, was a point was so of good. bringing. Yeah, there was a yep. point of bringing him back in that other iconic role of agent Smith and the one that probably won't have as much impact to this movie, but I thought was a fantastic character in matrix reloaded is Lambert Wilson reprising the role as the Merovingian. He's, he's,
1: he's, I, he was, yeah. he was,
0: yeah, he was a scene stealer in that second movie. I cannot wait to see him back in that role, because he, is he was back, one of right? the best parts of that movie. He's moment. been confirmed to be. Yes, in he fact. is. Okay, mm-hmm. yep. so it's funny because the Merovingian
2: has, plays a really huge part in the MMORPG. In the actual MMO that came out after the film, mm-hmm. you know, he was kind of a, a gatekeeper of sorts of the MMO. Well, that's who he is in the films too. He's the gatekeeper, and so he kind of set in in he set in play and in motion a lot of the storylines in the MMO back then now um you know so it's really interesting to know that the mmo is canon um and i mean it kind of makes sense you know the, the everything they like to have everything intertwined um with um with with the films and the stories and all that stuff but this actually is kind of like lends more to my belief that there's a very real reason why they didn't Bring back Lawrence Fishburne because it's not that they didn't want to bring old cast members. They just specifically didn't bring back Fishburne because it has to have something to do with the story. I there think, has to be a yeah. reason behind that. I agree. You I know? think yep. he's
1: bigger than than he was represented in the first trilogy. Like I said, there were hints that there were even hints that he was the one from the Oracle. If you recall, she told Neo that he not Maybe that he was the, the one. one, but that he that he really was important to the entire like to the whole plan to save humanity basically morpheus was very important to that and you know
2: you know a- another thing that's kind of important i think and i don't know take this for what you will but the original vision for the one was supposed to be a, it was supposed to be an african american it was supposed to be will smith, smith yeah. and he turned down the role you know mm-hmm. and they had they they saw a few other uh african american um you know a- like actors for the role until they ended up uh going with Keanu but that was the original thought behind it. So is this their chance to now kind of like retell the story in their original purview? Is Morpheus because another another thing that we see in the trailer is that we see um Abdul Mateen, who we believe is playing some version of Morpheus, having some sort of awakening himself. He's touching a mirror, he's seeing the waves, mm-hmm. he's he's recognizing this is this is not real. So is he, you know, was he someone that was plugged and is, you know, going through an awakening much like Neo did, you know? So, and and the fact that there were so many scenes that were, like, obviously, I think that the main focus of the, the, the trailer was Neo, but because there were so many scenes with Morpheus that were very cryptic, I feel like there's going to be a lot more that has to do with his story that's central to the overarching um, resurrection of the Matrix franchise um, that, uh, that we're not seeing. I think that it could all be red herrings. I think that Neo himself, Keanu Reeves and Trinity, could just be red herrings for what the actual story is going to be about. And it's probably going to be, I think, about Morpheus more than Neo.
0: It's interesting that you say that because um, the Matrix 4 was originally pitched... To include Michael B. Jordan in the starring role, and really? um, yeah, and the original the original story was going to be about Morpheus and his his story. So everything that you're saying now, um, it's pro- there's probably a lot of, a lot of truth in that because you know we all know the main focus of the first three films was Neo. And they kind of, they kind of, they gave some scenes to Morpheus here. And it seems like, you know, those scenes are very important to the story. Who who knows if maybe they're continuing that, but in a different way than the original pitch that they had for that first film. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Oh man,
2: this is, this is really interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. If I don't, I don't know how I'm going to feel about the film. If it's, if, if the story isn't about Neo, though, I will say that because Neo, Keanu Reeves is like,
3: mm. he's
2: like, he's like our treasure. <laughs> I, I mean, want, yeah, I, don't, but... I don't, I don't want, I don't, I want this to still be about him.
3: <laughs> but Neo's kind of gone through the whole tried and true hero arc, you know? Uh, That's
2: true.
0: Yes. Maybe yes. It's time. Yeah. Maybe it is time for a new one. Maybe Morpheus steps up to that role.
2: Well, there's there's also there's also the one element to Morpheus' story. If you guys remember, that um, what was it? The it wasn't the one in his eyes. It was like the uh, the he was given the prophecy by someone else. We find out that the person that gave Morpheus the prophecy was the previous anomaly, right? the original matrix story is that there's always an anomaly in the matrix they go to the uh, meet the architect and they choose to save zion and the one goes through the door on the left to save zion and you know rebuild the matrix and give morpheus the prophecy you know it could be that we're seeing that also is neo now going to kind of help morpheus or tell morpheus what uh you know, the new prophecy is or the new Matrix or, you know, some new information. And we're seeing, like, essentially the story being retold from Morpheus's point of view of when he gets told this new prophecy. What if, I if it's a prequel? Well, I you feel know, like I kinda...
3: you know,
0: what if it's a prequel? Well, oh, actually, no, please. No, please. No. Why not? No.
3: You know, what? That, Listen, that, I mean,
0: that, that no, it wouldn't be the worst. You know, there there could be a, a, a pseudo dark okay, so Maul now, in this one. So now you're reversing it where we were wondering why Morpheus is so young. And now we're going to be saying, why is Neo and Trinity so damn old? Yeah, I know. it's really, Anomalies. Yeah, now, Everything now, can, now, can, now can be explained with there's anomalies. A, there's a reversal.
2: Anomalies. Anomalies. Everything can be explained with and, anomalies. And, and,
0: okay? and the, the, other, the other thing that I don't think it would be a, a prequel to is because they hint throughout the entire trailer of a connection between Neo and Trinity it's not they do they, they're they do. they're always they're always meeting up and saying there's something very familiar about you maybe this is deja vu um but you know that so that's why this the prequel thing really doesn't work i i really eh, wait wait ooh. all right hold on hold on
3: i have another thought, i think
1: go ahead.
2: that the matrix i right. think that I think that this is probably the only possible time that we could see a prequel and a sequel at the same time. This could be taking place chronologically after the events of the uh, the, uh, Revolutions and the original trilogy. But it's, it's telling the story, the prequel story of that trilogy at the same time, in a sense. Oh god, it's computer world. I think it I think if anything Jesus. can do it, the matrix can
0: do <laughs> the this. matrix the matrix is complicated enough to having to be going and, and jumping through those hoops to try and figure that one out. What about You will lose half the audience there. What about if it's um Jose and then and then let's bring in
1: AJ after this. Let me see if AJ has an opinion about this theory maybe. Um it could be one of those situations where maybe the, the machines decided to break the truce but the way that they wanted to do it was by corrupting Neo in his resurrected form. And the way that they're going to do that is by building Morpheus, the way that they built Neo, Neo, because they, because remember, they, they also hinted that Neo was not entirely human. He was a creation of the machines. He always has been. What if they decided to use Morpheus that he recognizes sort of, they decided to use Morpheus as like a, a plant, an evil agent, to turn neo against humanity and to use his power against humanity oh i
2: have aj aj i I, I will just i will just say this really really
0: quick it seems anti anti anti-machine logic because the machines always dealt in logic right exactly so it it doesn't seem like something that they would come up but aj what what do you think about what we've been talking about so far
3: well, you know, speaking of the machines, and I kind of like this idea that they broke the truce, what if the whole thing with Neo was never about... Uh, oh, God. Because, you know, they, they they already say that the prophecy... blah. There's no prof- prophecy. We created you, blah, blah, blah. What if the whole point of Neo is to look for flaws in the system, but then... When they find out those flaws, they patch up those flaws oh, Neo and just is... make a much better matrix. Neo is Q&A. I well, like well that. that's
2: <laughs> that's actually <laughs> – I think that that's actually what they what they have been doing, right? Because the architect had said and reloaded that, like, this is the sixth iteration of the matrix and we have become increasingly efficient at it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're essentially – they, vis-a-vis, er, 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 ergo... <laughs> 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 ergo, vis-a-vis, they, uh, they, they they are essentially doing quality control. So... Vis-a-vis. Um, I, I have a theory. Like, all right, so everyone here is a fan of the Merovingian?
1: Yeah, much more so than the architect. Yes.
0: yes. I've forgotten no? who he was. I, I love the line I, where well, he says, I love using French because it's like... <laughs> I can't wiping say the exact, exact words Yeah, here. you can say you're wiping,
2: all right, it's wiping your butt with silk. Well, here's he's the thing about the Merovingian. So
3: awesome.
2: The Merovingian, if you guys remember as a character, his his whole purpose of the story was to introduce chaos just to see the cause and effect. He's Loki. What if he's Loki. the one that is creating all of this just to see the cause and effect of creating oh. a new civil war? That would be awesome. So he's a new villain. I think that that's because... I
1: think that... Yeah. That would be good, actually, because that would be one of those... It could be cliche, but it would be kind of cool to see a cooperation of sorts between the machines and the humans in order to defeat the Merovingian. Could be. Could be interesting. And there's another thing that the Merovingian hints at. Mm -hmm.
2: If you guys remember, so the Merovingian was what? The Merovingian was one of the ones. He was an iteration of the one. Mm -hmm. And if you remember, once... The matrix is rehashed and the programs have nothing to do they're supposed to get deleted but if they don't get deleted they become something else he right hence the ghosts yeah. Merovingi mm-hmm. himself an agent of chaos mm-hmm. what if neo after he fulfilled his part is now a program that didn't get deleted that could work too which is the why player. he likes he the way that he looks immediately yeah he was the one yeah he he hinted at it.
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, and the
2: chick I, I forgot uh, what her I forgot her name in the in the in the film,
1: but she was the Trinity. I'm trying to remember because the Merovingian also yeah, at one point he like ah gives the second warning. and third
2: movies aren't that bad
1: now, huh? So he gives Neil a Well, war- <laughs> the Merovingian <laughs> The Merovingian I never said they were bad, I just
0: thought that they were like, eh.
1: I think it was a matter of expectation, like we all said. But the Merovingian did say yeah. at one point, like to Neo, I believe, I've outlasted your predecessors and I will outlast you. So, not only is he a one, but unlike the one Neo, whoever else has been the one, he his memory does not get erased yeah. essentially. He recalls the previous iterations of the Matrix, like the Architect, like some of like the Oracle, like some of the other more powerful. Mm-hmm beings whatever you want to call them within mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. within this universe so he's an extremely he's like the freaking watcher or like loki he's a godlike character he could certainly be a good villain or at least one of yeah. the good villains for this new trilogy i wish i'm assuming they're going to do a new trilogy i mean I, I there's no confirmation yet as far as i understand it but yeah for sure that's going to be a trilogy going to be a I mean, five and absolutely seven. a trilogy there's no question it's going to be a trilogy yeah
2: we don't It'd be reintroduce- a little awkward
3: if you just like Hey, so we're coming out with four, and then... That's, that's it, a, yeah.
2: There's a brand new Morpheus, and then that's the end of the story.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think that that's, that's where I'm... I, I think that that's... You know, I think that the the Merovingian being the, 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 the one element behind all of this explains... It could potentially explain why we have, you know, an older Neo, possibly a Trinity. I don't know, I guess. Um uh and i think i think that he's the arbiter of everything that he is i'm putting money right now that the merovingian is causing all the events of this film i don't think that the machines are 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 uh are going back on the treaty because as you said walt they deal in logic and also they don't need to because very clearly nobody wants to be unplugged so they're like all right mm-hmm. well you know they don't want to leave us so yeah. what need would there be for them to like do anything especially if the humans aren't taking the war to the machines
1: either oh
2: you know there's got to be
1: an agent of chaos within you know i have a question for y'all um what role or who do you think neil patrick harris is supposed to be because he's clearly i think he's clearly trying to control neo that could be something that they're just trying to throw red herring in in the trailer. But they're hinting that he's someone akin to like, at least to me, like a Merovingian or an architect or somebody like that. I don't think he's just a therapist. So I was going to say I was going to say, like, possibly the architect,
0: possibly you remember, a little yeah. bit
2: of the architect. That's maybe. some of the theories that I, I've I th- seen, too.
0: I thought maybe Jonathan. Yeah, I thought Jonathan Groff's character. Um, right. Could have been the architect as well you know yeah because because he he has those vibes in that trailer also similarly dressed you know? neil, exactly. neil patrick harris seems to be right exactly neil patrick harris seems to be like a, the wild card here I, I i think he might be a new character that we've never seen before mm-hmm. um and and i'm kind of leaning toward groff as being the architect just because you know like you said, he's got similarities in his in his in the way he speaks, the way he, you know, he postures himself. Mm-hmm. So there's that little bit of arrogance there that the architect is had a little bit, you know. Um, so that's and I listen. I'm just glad to see Jonathan yeah. Groff in this role because I'm a big fan of his, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and and the guy is super talented. I mean, he's done it not only on on TV, on film, but in in Broadway and stuff like that. So, you know, props to him. I mean, I think that he, he could be a, a, the new Agent Smith. That's also possible.
1: I'm just wondering
2: because we don't need we don't know exactly how like what the parameters of like that little scene that he has. He's like, speaking about the he refers to the Matrix directly by name. Mm-hmm. so is he in that scene just like in the first film that he's talking to morpheus and he's trying to tell morpheus about like the matrix and that you know humans are viruses he's being a little bit cavalier with morpheus he's talking to morpheus like a human not like an agent and that's kind of what i got from that scene a little bit
0: maybe maybe know? he's the agent's agent's boss <laughs> there's always Man, a, <laughs> there, is, there is a head agent the there's senior a head
1: agent. agency <laughs> yeah the one thing you that kind of throws that scene into like a confusing space for me is there's a it's not in the trailer but there's a screenshot of jonathan groff with his mouth kind of getting sealed up the way that neos was in the yeah, in the first Matrix is, film yeah. when they interrogated him yeah. like, oh really yeah there's that's true yeah his actually right. Sealing right i remember the same way yep oh i didn't yep. see it also yep. he doesn't he's not panicked at all while it's happening in the screenshot he's he's just sitting there normally like he was in what we see in the trailer so if it's being done to him, maybe he's aware it's being done. Maybe he's demonstrating the ability to do something like that. So it's, I mean, the trailer doing
3: it to himself,
1: (laughs) but like that kind of like, doesn't that AJ that kind of throws it into disarray when you put all of the elements together. And I think that is very much what Lana Wachowski and the other filmmakers are trying to do. They're throwing so many weird things in there to kind of be like, okay, this character might be the architect, but there's a part where he's interacting a little bit differently than the architect would. And also, He's got his lip sealed in another scene, and so there's like a lot of misdirection going on in this trailer. Which I mean, I'm, I'm all for it as long as whatever comes out in the end is a really solid product and makes sense. <laughs> well, th- th- there's one last there's one last question that I want to ask. Mm-hmm. I
2: think um, so. The final the final thing that we see in the trailer is the name of the movie Resurrections. Does anybody have an idea or a thought? Because again, when it comes to the matrix, they 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 go through, they kind of insert things at the most minute level. Why mm-hmm. is it called resurrections and not Trinity. resurrection? Right? Is it just because of Trinity? Are we going to see a resurrection tough. of a lot of things? Because I don't think I don't think that it's like just plain like plain as day. It's like oh, well, it's called resurrections because there's two people getting resurrected.
3: Okay see okay
0: go ahead. so go ahead, AJ.
3: Weird, weird theory that will probably be shot down dead. What <laughs> if Neo is nope. Neo. <laughs> what if Neo is Neo? It can't and be that simple. In his grief, Ah, oh, I lost the love of my life, Trinity. Mm-hmm. He had to work with the machines to keep the matrix going. But because he did such a heinous act, I'm, I'm doing the Eli right now. I'm channeling Eli. <laughs> what if in doing this heinous act, he wiped his own memories and put Neil Patrick Harris as his control <laughs> to keep him brainwashed?
0: Sounds like the, the plot of WandaVision. I'm going, I'm going, to, I'm
3: going to channel and my own. I'm going channel my own Eli. Trinity is there. But <laughs> that the cool. paradox of it all is that he can't and that makes sense,
1: too. Because he doesn't remember. That makes sense, too, because at one point in and the trailer, it. he throws away a, like a bottle of, bull, of blue pills. He, he throws he like, like he's, he's being yeah. prescribed those by most likely Neil Patrick Harris's character. Yeah. So well, that's another hint. Again, it could be a misdirection, but I'm not sure.
2: Well, here's the other thing, too. Um, there There is one something I just thought about. Like, I know that, like, we mentioned that we're going kind of backtracking a little bit here. I know that we mentioned that the machines deal in logic. Mm-hmm but there is something that happened at the end of uh, revolutions that was very very striking visually but also from a storytelling standpoint mm-hmm. when neo gave his life in order to save the machine world as well as the humans the machines treated his body with respect yeah with they reverence. laid him down you know with mm-hmm. respect they with reverence they 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 kind of carried his body you know, as a very holy being, and now we see in this film, in this trailer, what I think is them trying, obviously,
1: resurrecting him. Well, you know, it—it's most likely do the, the same do the body. The machines actually—it yeah, almost has to be. Well, yeah, no, I Did believe you know it this? is. Well, I it, believe it is. Here's the detail that almost confirms it. Remember, his eyes get like burned off in uh, yeah. Revolutions, right? If you look mm-hmm. at the body that they're working on, his eyes are burned out. He doesn't have eyes, just like at the end of Revolutions, right? So it has, it almost has to be the same well, body. Well, here's the thing, and right? it's a like, young, it's a young you know, as well. Right, but then, well, here's the thing, right?
2: Like, at what point do machines learn emotion or gain emotions?
3: They already did. Well, it is also an AI controlling the machine. They already so did. So if you're gonna go down the person of interest route, there well, you hold go. Hold on, they
1: already did. I don't know. They already got emotions. I don't, I don't, they already did. The Oracle right, has no, emotions. Point. Agent Smith had emotions. the The little girl and her parents. Yeah, had yeah emotions. but
2: they 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 but but they're 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 all anom- uh, uh, anomalies mm-hmm. away from the Matrix itself, from the machine world. When did the machine world start dealing in
1: emotions and not logic? Uh, it's a chicken and egg situation, well, I, though, right? Because I will say, they created this. beings with emotions, but does that mean that, that they understand and have emotions of their own, and that's how they were able to create that being, or was it just a total anomaly? Anyway, I, I'm sorry, Walter and AJ. I think you were both about to make a point.
0: No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I I will say this, you know, we we do say that you know the the machines itself don't have emotions, but the architect has a a very big dose of arrogance there, which is which is something that mm-hmm. you know w- logic would dictate that you would not have, right? <laughs> arrogance, arrogance is a very very human like emotion, yes, and he yes. he wields that very very well, mm-hmm. you know.
2: Yes, um, but. But the thing with that is that remember that like they created these avatars with certain characteristics to make it easier for the humans to accept them. The architects still dealt in logic,
0: and you know, you know what the other thing that that you know is interesting that could reflect an evolution of this is because Agent Smith. Um, originally, you know his his arc was, you know, he's he's kind of like the um, the enforcer. He's he's the, the the guy that you know does everything because it's in the best interest of the Matrix. And by the end of the trilogy, he really became a a totally different character. He was consumed with rage mm-hmm. and you know detest towards all humans, which he had originally. Again, you know, th- there could be something to be said where the machines are evolving and maybe it, in the trilogy we saw, you know, a couple of anomalies, but maybe this is the next step for their kind, so to speak, I guess. you know? Possible, but um, he
2: will, that only happened to him after he was, quote-unquote, freed, right? That's
0: true. Uh, the one thing I, I, I will say about, about Trinity... Um, Trinity died in the real world. And so, you know, it, it, it's it's a, a little bit different than some of the other characters where, you know, if you die in the Matrix, supposedly you die in the real world also, right? Um, but that being said, in the, in the trailer itself, you do see her kind of in the real world. And it looks like, you know, the machines are, you know, plugging st- things in very much the same way that they did with, neo at the end of that trilogy you see it kind of happening to trinity's character um i don't know if that's in the matrix or in the real world but it mm-hmm. does look like it's the real world so maybe they yeah. have a way of bringing people back and and things of that nature but we need to that needs more explanation uh,
2: again i think that this all lends to the whole you know title of the film resurrections the machines are resurrecting but for what purpose and how much of it are they resurrecting the old matrix are they resurrecting just neo and trinity you know like that's you know and and that that kind of alludes to like what makes the matrix so great and no matter how much we watch something we can watch the trailer as many times as we've seen the movies and we still won't find everything
0: bring back joey pants
1: I have a thought. We, I know <laughs> we, we should probably get this kind of closed out, but I have a thought, and you guys can say if it's stupid or just leave it in the air if you want. But And this kind of ties to the Merovingian and to what you were talking about, about anomalies and how they're created. What if, as a result of the Matrix kind of going offline, what that ended up doing, if you think about it, is it left a, probably an enormous number of programs without a role. They don't have to deal with like managing all these humans and like whatever. Like if, if you don't have to run the Matrix, if you don't have to like fight war, if you don't have to do any of those things, how many machines now no long, longer long, have a role? What if in the reboot of the Matrix, something went wrong that the Merovingian kind of helped to cause and ended up creating a number of anomalies with powers? And the only reason I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that this is a possibility also is because there's a scene in the trailer where Neo is on a motorcycle and it looks like he's going through a horde of zombies. Did you guys notice that? There's a part in the trailer where he's literally going through I people. Did not that. He's I going did through not a crowd of people either. and they're lumbering like zombies. It's very quick. But there's a part where literal undead beings seem to be walking around the matrix. So what if that is a part of what occurred? Maybe, maybe that ended up creating a massive glitch in the matrix. And now it will require everybody to work together against the Merovingian. Mm-hmm. Who maybe this is in his best interest. He doesn't seem to mind having weird ghosts and other kinds of crazy characters around him, like the Duke Ghost Twins. Maybe that's a part of what's going on here. And it could be a stupid theory, but like I don't know. It's a possibility in my in my in my mind. I guess we'll see. Any thoughts? We will. <laughs> All right. That we will. We? well the matrix debate has been resurrected <laughs> indeed oh man that's kind of cool though actually right to have these same conversations we had like 20 years ago. yeah hell yeah and it's only a month away uh, or two months away at this point now right am i, am I doing my math three months away <laughs> in december yeah three, three months, months away december, december 22nd yeah december 22nd right around christmas so we're gonna check it out it's gonna be on, on HBO, hbo max, max also right? yeah it's hbo max and movie theaters um maybe I'll see it six times on HBO Max and six times in theaters. We'll see what ends up happening. Probably take mom to go see it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, if I ever told you this kind of an enclosing wall, I took mom to see it once and it was awesome because she was like almost squeezing my I, hand I, off. I, 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 I wanna leave you guys the crazy with, action. Did scene. she talk Before, the entire time? Not really, no. <laughs> did Before she talk the entire closed. time? Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
2: Sorry, sorry. Before, before we close, I do want to, there's, there's a little fun fact just to kind of explain to people that are maybe haven't seen the matrix or don't understand how deep the matrix can go and how deep they go when they're making the film. Okay. In the scene where Neo is handed a copy of Alice in Wonderland. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is a song playing called, uh, Um. just ask Alex, um, from, hold on. Uh, Jefferson it's, Airplane. Yeah, so it's it's, it's, Jefferson, it's Airplane. so, uh, Je- uh, Jefferson Airplane's White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name of the song is White Rabbit. And the fun fact about that is that the song White Rabbit was written by Slick before joining Jefferson Airplane while she was still in her previous band, The Great Society. Mm-hmm. And years before the single was recorded for public consumption, she performed it live with, it, with Jefferson Airplane in the mid-1960s at a time when the group was in a house band at a San Francisco nightclub called... The Matrix. Oh wow!
3: <laughs> Whoa! And that's,
2: and that's the song that they chose for just that one moment in scene where she's handing, um, who we believe is Sati, is handing a copy of Alice in Wonderland to Neo. You know, you just confirmed right. that's that, how
1: deep they get. You know, you just confirmed that we're probably in the Matrix, right? Like, because that's like oh, way God. too weird of a coincidence. Because <laughs> it's too perfect. It's yeah. too. It's too. It's too designed.
0: It's, anyway. Can I, it, can I add one one quick little fun Absolutely fact? Absolutely, yeah, do it. That Go ahead, do I it. I found <laughs> I found and it's going to be really really yeah. quick. Um and it's dealing with San Francisco, right? Um you know that they were filming this during 2020. Uh and so the residents of San Francisco were kind of irritated at the fact that they were filming the Matrix only because they were blowing up shit. I'm sorry, blowing up stuff. Blowing up Buildings and vehicles and stuff like that the uh production company had to pay the San Francisco police department four twenty thousand dollars to continue uh filming the, the the matrix in San Francisco because of that so I just wanted to put that out there because I I came across that and I was like oh that's interesting they were actually blowing and, and there was damage to some of the buildings so um, I believe it you know, wow. there, there you go uh, okay well just wanted to put There's that gonna out to be a lot of destruction and on in this that film. on that note <laughs> oh yes
3: yes oh uh, yeah let's let's uh wrap what it up that here building Beck? falling cgi isn't cgi Dude, don't either
2: <laughs>
1: that's that's too scary oh this is so
3: good yesterday this is was
2: so
1: good i love this i can't wait for the matrix oh <laughs> uh, yeah we're really excited about it as a crew Um, we are tempering our excitement in some cases, but it's still something that we're going to watch and we're looking forward to watching and seeing if it's something as good as the original. But anyways, we're going to leave off here. Um, all y'all out there that are listening to the episode, thanks for listening to another fun episode. We always have fun and we hope that you're having fun as well. If you are, the best way to support your favorite podcast crew is to like, rate, share, and subscribe to all of our content and to all of our social media stuff. Literally, you need to like and comment on every single one. No, you don't have to do that. But we would appreciate any feedback that you have on our social media um, at Get Geek Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and just about everywhere else that you can find your favorite podcast. And definitely check us out on Apple Podcasts and rate us there. That's a great way to help increase our exposure and let people know that you're enjoying the podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, guess we'll leave it at that and there's uh nothing left to say other than stay geeky my friends